Hello everybody, welcome to this Talking Tendons uh, episode. My name is Associate Professor Peter Malliaus. I'm an academic and physiotherapist. I uh, wanted today to talk about, um, well first of all I just wanted to give a shout out again to the um, uh, course series in the UK. It's going to be Glasgow September 4, um, Manchester September 5 and London September 6. Mastering Low Limb Tendinopathy course if anyone's interested. Um, I'll link this to the bottom. I'll link to the bottom of this show as well. Uh, but really, what I want to talk about today is qualitative research in Achilles tendinopathy. Uh, there's been three studies that I'm aware of, um, and um, I've been lucky enough to be involved with a couple of them. Uh, the first one was um, uh, by um, lead author Sean McAuliffe, and that was published in 2017. And then the second one by uh, lead author. Uh, Jeff Turner, published in 2019, and then uh, Adrian Mellows in 2021. So I just wanted to um, really uh, turn your attention to these because I think these studies are really, really important um, for uh, understanding the patient perspective in the patient voice, which I think is really something, as clinicians, um, if you really think about it, what we're trying to do is help patients and um, one of the one of the most important things in that process is to understand the patient and what is important to them. Uh, so these qualitative studies are very, very, very uh, interesting, and I would really urge clinicians if you haven't to read and reread them. Read them regularly. I find if you read them every few months, it just gives you that you know you sort of pick up new things, but also it reminds you of what the patients are going through. Uh, with conditions like Achilles tendinopathy. So generally Achilles tendinopathy has been thought of as a a sports injury, you know, maybe just having, you know, minor impact on the ability for people to be active. But actually it has profound impact if you listen to some of the stories in these these qualitative studies. And um, uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'll just go through some of the key points. First of all, the rationale for looking at um, qualitative work and we've sort of mentioned this but you know thinking about patient perspective and that's important if you're going to be practicing in a patient-centered way so trying to target um, you know goals and um, impairments that are really important to the patient um, it also helps us to understand what motivates people to do or not to do exercise um, or some of the other adhere to some of the other interventions that we're doing so some of the drivers uh, for perhaps how they interact with interventions. Um, and um, uh, it also helps us in practicing in a biopsychosocial way because we're understanding the full impacts, not only physical and pain and disability, but other impacts that might be um, associated or contributing to the Achilles tendinopathy patient uh, that you're seeing. Um, so, so really useful to look at these qualitative studies. So... Um, some of the real themes, and I'm just going to, and, and these are very much overlapping across the three of them, so I'm just going to talk about them in general. Um, but a lot of patients feel um, one of the key themes and really important one that stuck in my mind is that is a loss of self. And it's a loss of self because they are unable to do things that are very important to them. And yes, it does include running, but it also includes social activities like going for a walk with friends or walking with a dog or, you know, uh, things like that. And um, these things are very, very important to people. And, um, you know, the inability to do that leads to frustration and um, and a loss of self, a loss of, you know, the, the, um, 
uh, ability to do activities that define them as a person. Um, and that, you know, really digging down to that uh, uh, is important because it will give you an understanding of, you know, the quality of life impact of um, the, this, um, you know, inability to do what they want to do. Um, so that's really, really important. Um, uh, another, um, another really common um, theme across all the studies, um, or at least uh, most of them, was um, uh, frustration um, with healthcare professionals. Um, uh, and this was based on mixed messages. So sometimes there was different messages from different people, but also based on what could have been done better. So people were um, very much, you know, entering into this um, new treatment that they hadn't really much idea about what was going to happen and they felt that um, their expectations uh, were not um, were not um, were not set from the outset to understand they felt it was a, you know a lot the, the road in getting better was a lot more difficult a lot more frustrating than what it was uh, made out to be um, uh, they didn't go into it with good understanding um, of how difficult it was going to be and also what they needed to do. They also felt there were, there were issues in terms of understanding the condition so the clinicians could have you know, explained the condition from what's happening from a you know, structural level, um, understanding pain better. Um, so they, they, really, they really did lack a comprehensive understanding of what was going on with them why it was going on and what could, what they could do about it. So really fundamental things. So it's really interesting to, to hear the patients um, and it makes you reflect on your practice and how well you're covering all those, those parts. Uh, these things are really important to patients. Um, so that was really another area that I think really relates directly to our clinical practice. Um, uh, then there was also uh, some fears that emerged. So or some beliefs, I guess you could say. There was there was the fear and belief of rupture, potential rupture if they were pushing it too hard or did too much activity. Um, there was also uh, the belief that they had to rest to get it better. So so we know that both of those we can, uh, in our clinical practice, challenge and um, really try and help people understand that these are probably fears that they, um, you know, um, are probably not going to be helpful for them. Uh, their fears and beliefs that are probably not going to help them and helping them to overcome and understand the condition better is linked obviously to overcoming those uh, fears and beliefs that may not be helpful. Um, so that was also um, something that sort of relates to our clinical practice. Um, uh, the other um, the other themes, I'm just looking at some of the studies now, and I will link these so you can have a good read throughout the whole um, throughout the whole papers. And, and as I said, really urge people to have a have a read of these three qualitative studies. Um, Adrian Mallow's study was really interesting because that was a bit different. That was more going beyond the experience of just the patient, but also going more into the rehab and the and the experience of. Um, um, of exercise and how they um, how they perceive the exercise, um, 
And again, the themes about expecting physio to be a bit quicker and a bit easier. It was much harder than what they thought, doing all the exercise, etc. Um, having to, you know, um, there were so many barriers that emerged in relation to time, not being sure what to do, not being sure how it's going to help them. Uh, all these barriers to actually engaging with the exercise that we can do better with. Um, so they sort of emerged with some of um, Adrian's work more so, which was more about the rehab um, uh, so really delving into, look, this is the exercise. This is how it's going to help. This is why it's going to, this is why it's important to do it. So setting their outcome expectation is very, very important. Um, and Adrian talks about that in his qualitative study. So look, I, th I think, um, that's probably covered most of the key points. And again, I just want to stress that, um, reading these papers, it does give you, you, you go into the clinic after you've read them and you think, more about your patients because you sort of you got that at the uh, forefront of your mind i.e what they're going through rather than just thinking about you know in, you're in clinician mode where you're thinking okay i've got to do this 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 check that 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 and then i've just got to give them these exercises and they'll be fine but it's not that simple it's um, understanding the patient is really the key thing they won't be fine unless you do spend the time to really understand where they're coming from um, so uh, so I think, yeah, reading these really really reinforces that. Um, okay, thanks very much, everybody. I will leave it there. Um, thanks for listening. See you next time.